Global Broadcasting Networks presents Military Mom Talk Radio. We know behind every soldier, sailor, airman, and marine is the family supporting them. With over 200 episodes in 17 countries, over five seasons, with three million monthly listeners, we are Radio Strong. Now here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and we're going to talk today about my favorite topic, really, it truly is, about eating smart, taking care of your body, cutting corners where you can, especially as a single mom, and we're going to give lots of single mom tips today, because I think single moms have to double up. I know I did. I've been a traditional stay-at-home mom. I've been a single mom of two small children. I've also been a part-time working mom, a full-time working mom. Now I'm a full-time working mom company owner out of my house. So I think I've kind of run the gamut of these things. And what I found was a lot of the tips that my single mom friends and mentors shared with me over the years are something that we can all incorporate into our daily lives. Because face it, any way you slice it, I don't care if you have a nanny and a housekeeper, parenting is still tough. It takes away from your day. It takes away from yourself. And yes, there's lots of benefits from being a mom and a dad. I get that. But it also can derail your health. It can derail your emotions. And and Frankie Picasso is here with me today because, boy, we know about derailing health-wise emotion-wise, physically, emotionally, financially, spiritually. (laughs) We've been train wrecks all over the place, but gotten back on track, which is why you're here today. Welcome, Frankie Picasso. Thank you so much, Sandra. It's great to be here, and it's great to uh, be here with all of your listener moms. (laughs) It is. Well, you're a mom. When you, oh, you've, mom. Got some, you've got your twin grandbabies coming tomorrow. So I got twin grandbabies coming. I got twins and <laughs> I do. It's fun. It's fun. It's so great to, to have another, you know, get to do it all over again with little ones. So it's fun. Well, and how old are the grandbabies? They are, they were a year in August. What does that make them? 17 months? Oh my gosh. The runner years. Like, yeah. They're running. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the only good thing about that time of my life with my kids is at least I got my steps in automatically. Just yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, one of the things I wanted to talk about first is this cool, um, this cool box of food that I got. Um, and I, you know, at first I was like, mm, you know, do I really want a box of food that comes in the like? I thought it came in the mail, Frankie. I didn't realize they delivered oh to your door. Yeah. And I, way rural out in the country. So I'm thinking, oh, it's never going to make its way out here. And it's going to be really expensive. You know, I kind of had all this resistance. And, you know, because as a single mom, especially in this market, you know, everything is like, well, how much does it cost? How much and how is it going to happen? And, you know, this box shows up at my door, the kids run out and my kids are, are 10 and 13. So they're not little anymore. And they were so excited. We opened this box and in there are all these like, like meal kits. Like, I don't know how else to describe it. They were like a lunchbox kind of size cardboard thing. And I opened it up and in there was like, you know, a lemon and rosemary and potatoes and a shallot. And the and the meat was kind of in this frozen food part of the box. And I will tell you the frozen food thing, it's like a white gooey plastic bag of stuff. I know it's recyclable and stuff, but I didn't. I threw it in my uh, freezer in the garage because it really works good for soccer packs. It fits right in the oh. bottom 
like a traditional soccer. So if you're putting like warm Gatorade in there, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because every kid in a hundred degree soccer heat likes warm Gatorade. Um, but I just forget to get it in the fridge. Like I just, I can't, I can't do it all, Frankie. But so I save those. I put those in the freezer um, because they they do have like multiple uses. But so this this box comes. We bring it in, you know, Zachy brings it in the kitchen. We open it up and the kids had so much fun. And with it comes like this little cookbook um, and it and it's got pictures. Like it's like, you know, chop this, smash that. And Zachy took the nuts and like smashed it with a spoon and, you know, had a good time with it. But there were like a couple things that came to mind with me that were really cool. Because not only was this fun, I mean, it truly was right. fun. I didn't have to make the 20-minute drive to the grocery store, which saved me gas and time. And then the recipes were easy. Like, And these weren't like monkey foods. Like, these are good, like, you know, balsamic chicken with fig. And it, yeah. first, my kids were like, oh, that sounds gross until they ate it. Um, but the other thing was, okay, so it saved me time. It saved me money because I didn't have to pay for the gas to go back and forth. And then there was, like, no waste. Like, there was a little... Like, just a little packet of sour cream, just enough to cook with. Like, I didn't throw away the moldy sour cream that we didn't eat. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, they multiply. Like, if you need two tablespoons of fig jam or you need two tablespoons of hummus. Or That's my right. favorite is that tahini. You know how we want to make some, some, um, some, that thing with the chickpeas. Hummus. Hummus, yeah. Yeah, and then you leave one teaspoon of tahini. It's like. That's right. Right. And, okay. and so I spend like $7 or $8 on this bottom of Sesame Street paste. And I use one tablespoon or one teaspoon. So, and then it all like loads up in my fridge. Um, so well, you know, my daughter, my daughter moved away, as you know, she had moved to San Diego and she didn't, she doesn't cook. She's not a cook. And I go, well, here's, the, here's a great recipe. Why don't you make this tonight? I'm making this, you make it, I'll do a video. She goes, I don't have those spices. You know, I don't have that spice and I don't have this and I don't have that and I can't afford to buy that that jar just to make this one dish. And so, you know, with this, everything comes in it. You don't have to go out and buy a jar of this and a jar of that. Everything is there for you to prepare the meal exactly the way it's supposed to be made. And I'm looking, you know, at what's coming up next week with HelloFresh and you can go around the world. Now, I live in Toronto and we have maybe 90 different ethnic restaurants that you could eat in. And, and so looking at the meals that are coming up, there's a Thai, there's Moroccan, there's Mexican, there's, there's Indian. Like you could go around the world or you could just eat what you normally eat, American food, right? Uh, but you could go around the world and eat a ton of different kinds of food that you've never experienced, which is fantastic for a fantastic price. I mean, well, it's that's super it. affordable. It was like the price for each of us. It was like the price of going to a like just to a, a burger joint and getting a, a drink, of fries, and a and, and and you know. And there we're clogging up our arteries and packing on the pounds. I might as well right. stick those hamburgers to my hips. Um, so I like that this was fresh. And I have to tell you something really funny. I have all this rosemary in my garden, like a ton around the pool. Oh, because yeah. There's nothing people like more than bees in a bathing suit. It's <laughs> but it looks really pretty and it smells really pretty. It smells great, yeah. But the rosemary that came in the box, the kids looked at it. They're like, what is this? And I'm like, guys, that's rosemary. And they're like, the stuff you have in the backyard. And I'm like, theirs was luscious and thick and fragrant. And mine looked like like bald tree stumps. Uh, you live in the desert. <laughs> I know. But, I, but, you know, the quality is what I'm trying to say was mm-hmm. really, really good. And the lemon was good. And I'm in Southern California. So you think, well, you should be able to get a lemon, like, right out your backyard. But so... 
I was really impressed with the quality. And I, the one thing that I loved the most was the kids ate it. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't so, it was, it was like exotic enough to please me, but it wasn't weird enough to repel the kids. Like, you know, cause that's one of the things you think about. That's right. When you and they look got invested, right? They got invested cause they made it. Yes. They were able to make it. They could follow this little chart in here. It's like, it's like idiot proof. You know, they have the <laughs> pictures and then step one, preheat the oven and roast the potatoes. And then they tell you like wash and dry all produce. So my 13 year old was totally digging it, um, putting this together. And I don't think they're going to go every single day and make dinner, but it took the three things that are tough for me, Frankie. At the end of the day, I'm sorry, I'm tired. Mm -hmm. And I've made decisions all day long, especially as a single mom, there's nobody to defer the decisions to. So just the decision of what are we having for dinner, mom, is enough to be like nails on the chalkboard with me. Yeah. Because I've, it's like more responsibility. And so to be able to pull this box out and then say, this is what we're having here, you guys started. <clears throat> I went to the bathroom. I like, had a glass of water or I like composed myself because you know working at home you don't get that break in a commute that's right so switching gears is really hard when you're working at home all day and your kids come home from school man mom what's for dinner and you're like great now I got to put on another hat another role make more decisions so I thought that the decisions the food waste the fact that it was like fun and easy and convenient and it saved me a trip to the grocery store and it was much cheaper overall than taking the three of us out to dinner. So I don't know. I'm just a big fan of it. And I know we got to go to commercial break, but I want to share one other use that we use. When my dad goes home, I care for my 83 year old dad. When he goes home, uh, he's a snowbird. He comes here during the cold winter months. He's home by himself. And these boxes I can order them in California, have them shipped to his door. All he has to do is open the door and cook these things. Or my sisters can come over and cook. And what a time saving for everybody. And we know that my dad's getting fed well. Nice. Nice. And do they, is it just dinners or do they have lunches or breakfast or what do they have? Well, I just have the dinners. I just did the dinners. Um, but a lot of this stuff is easily retrofitted. Like, like for me, sometimes I like to eat our biggest meal in the day at lunch, Right. Um, you know, or, you know, close to it. So sure. sometimes our dinners are, are different than our suppers. Like our suppers are lighter. Mm -hmm. Um, but in this definitely this, the meals could be chopped up and used in lunch boxes. Cause we did that too. We use the leftovers, um, for lunch boxes and that was really good too. Oh, and the nutrition information, like yeah. and I are both on Weight Watchers and we're going to talk about Weight Watchers when we come back from the break, but there's all the nutrition information in there from the calories to the fat, to the saturated fat, to the protein, the carbs, the sugar, the sodium, for those of you with heart issues and the fiber, like winner, winner, chicken dinner, Frank. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it looks like you can make fun Buddha bowls out of it, you know, whatever leftovers you have. Just put it into put it into a bowl and send the kids off. Fun yeah. lunch. Fun lunch. And if I don't have to think about it, plan it, shop for it, do it. And then the cleanup is easier too because I'm not so stressed out from the cooking. Like that's just yeah. the capper for every mother is like, okay, everybody's eating, they're all fat and happy, and then you gotta do the dishes. Like exactly. 
My kids asked me as soon as they got out of bed, what was for dinner? You were lucky you're going oh, to get home. Boys, that's boys. That's boys for you. All right, girls, we're going to come back after the break and we're going to talk about weight loss. We're going to talk about things. And for those of you that want to use our promo code, go to HelloFresh.com and type in healthy mom, just like it sounds, healthy mom, and you'll get $35 off your first week of deliveries. We'll be back after the break. Lots more ahead. Stay with us on Military Mom. Hey moms, dads, and grandparents. This is Sandra Beck from Military Mom Talk Radio, and I know how hard it is to provide a great education for military kids. K-12 believes every child is uniquely brilliant, so to prepare them for college and succeed beyond high school, they deserve an education designed just for them. Learn more at k12.com front slash grade about enrollment. A child's brilliance comes in many forms. Some are curious, others inventive, some are analytical. K-12 is a full-time, tuition-free, online option to traditional public school. Taught by state-certified teachers, schools powered by K-12 provide an individualized education, enhancing your child's ability to succeed. K-12 programs teach to and embrace your child's unique brilliance. Students from K-12-powered schools go on to fine colleges and universities, enhancing their ability to succeed in life. Be part of the community of families who have succeeded with a tuition-free online K-12 education. K-12 welcomes students from grade K to 12. Visit k12.com front slash grade or call 855-628-9531 for more information about enrolling. That's k12.com front slash grade it's the fitness minute with fitness expert annette hammond to lose weight we know that each day we need to burn more calories than we take in through eating and exercise burns more calories according to discovery health a 150 pound person will burn about 60 calories while taking a one hour nap One hour of sitting and watching television burns about the same. But if that 150-pound person takes a one-hour brisk walk, then say goodbye to more than 250 calories. Cardio exercise like running, biking, swimming, and brisk walking are the best modes of exercise to burn the highest amount of calories and will get the endorphins flowing in your body. Those feel-good neurotransmitters boost your mood naturally. So use exercise to burn calories, lose weight, and to feel good. I'm Annette Hammond. To hear other fitness and weight loss tips, visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com. Hey, Mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Frankie Picasso, and we are talking about best tips, tricks, and practices that I learned from being a single mom, and I learned from moms, and I know Frankie had twins, and then she's got twin grandbabies, so we've all learned to cut corners and double up as we try to go through life without tearing our hair out, Um, and for those of you that were listening and missed the promo code, if you go to HelloFresh, you can uh, use the promo code HEALTHYMOM, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y, MOM, M-O-M, all lowercase, all one word. Healthy Mom will get you $35 off your first week of deliveries at HelloFresh.com. Now, Frankie, one of the things that I've struggled with as a mom is a couple things. Like one is getting enough sleep. Number two (laughs) is eating right. Mm -hmm. Number three is getting to the gym. Like those three things seem to just 
pile the weight gain on. And one of my tricks that has worked somewhat is to cook all my meals on Sunday. Like I go to church in the morning, Mm -hmm. kids, we stop at the market on the way home. We pick up everything, but usually everything runs out by Wednesday, you know, because it spoils, which is why I like the HelloFresh box to come and pick up the other days of the week for me because it's not always convenient for me with two kids, soccer games, baseball games, handbells, dance class, and then the stupid school schedules that are an hour apart, Frankie, it kills me. One to be there at like 7.30, the other kid at 8.30, pick up at 2, pick up at 3. That like kills, it just kills those hours. Um, So I kind of run out of gas and then we eat crap. Like we eat crap or I get so tired and I don't know if this ever happened to you. I get so tired that... I'm not even aware of what I'm eating, but Absolutely. it's comforting to push. I don't care if it's chips or carrots or, you know, it could be cyanide in capsules in my mouth at that point. And just something to to calm me down and comfort me. Have you ever felt that way? Oh, my God. So many times. So <laughs> many times. <laughs> you know what? A couple of weeks. This is terrible to say. But a couple of weeks ago, I was so hungry. Like I had to run, pick up my daughter, take her to work, take their dog to daycare, do that crazy stuff like you. But not as bad as you because I'm, I'm out of those years. But it was, you know, I, I'm up very early um, in the morning, like, you know, 3 or 4 a.m. And then I was doing all this running around. Now it's 11 o'clock. I'm Starved. I ran in the house. We had some leftover Chinese. I, I threw some rice in my mouth and a little bit of chicken, and then it got stuck in my throat. I ate so fast it all got stuck in my throat. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Like I'm choking here. And and, and I, I went to get a little bit of water to swallow and it's starting to come up. And I couldn't, I was afraid to throw it up and I was afraid to, I couldn't swallow it. And now like I'm losing air, right? I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? So uh, <laughs> I was literally like about to do 911. Because I thought, I'm going to pass out. I'm going to die. That was it. Like, you know, what was her name? Uh, rice ball. <laughs> yeah, I know. Eh? It was just rice, like fried rice. But it was so it was cold, and I just shoveled it in. And anyway, um, I was fortunate that but I stepped outside. When I stepped outside, I just, it just threw up, and I didn't choke on it. Thank goodness. And I'm still alive today to talk to you about it. But, you know, that that's what happens when you're so busy, and you get so hungry and cranky that, you know, or hangry if you want to call it that, um, you know, you, you shovel food in and you don't swallow properly. And that's what, that's a Like I watched, okay, my sister, Jill, she's going to kill me for talking about this. They were in town this week from Buffalo, uh, out in Southern California because she had to work down in San Diego and she works for the air force and, um, very smart girl, tall college athlete, volleyball player, looks great in a bikini at 40, want to kill her. Um, So we're at the dinner table, and she's the only person that can eat faster than I can. And I looked (laughs) at her, and I'm like, oh, my God, Jill, do you even chew? Because she's, like, cutting the pieces up really small and pushing them in her mouth. And she's like, Stan, she goes, you don't understand. She goes, you know, if I'm doing this and I'm doing that, and she works in high security, high facility, she goes, a lot of times I don't have time, and then i got to get home to my family and blah, blah, blah. She's like, I've learned to eat fast. And I was like, I thought I learned to eat fast. Mm-hmm. And when I went to my Weight Watchers meeting this week, and they're not sponsoring or anything, we're just talking about Weight Watchers because Frankie and I are on it, but um, they were talking about chewing, and they're like, chew your food. Like, yeah. And I'm like, are you kidding? Like a cow with cud. Chew it like a cow with cud. Yeah, chew forever. And you know what? And it is the right thing to do. And you take the time just to even acknowledge that you have something in your mouth. 
you know, when your kids are little, and one of the reasons that, you know, single moms and moms gain weight is because they're, they're little kids. They make a sandwich for a kid, and the kid eats three bites. I'm full. And then they go, oh, I guess I'll eat that. <laughs> you know, they don't want to throw it out, right? So they, they pick off of everybody's plates. Even if they don't make themselves a lunch, they've had a lunch in, or two. And, and that's a real problem. And you just shovel that stuff in. You shovel it in because you're it, busy. So yes, you have to take the time to even acknowledge, hey, I got some food in my mouth because your stomach's going to know you're going to be full soon. Uh, chew that food well, uh, because it causes all kinds of problems for you if you don't. You can get all kinds of really weird diseases happening if you, if you stop chewing. So yeah, we got to do that. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's, you know, I realized like at one point, and this is, you know, this is kind of at the low point of my single motherhood, no boyfriend, mom, sick and dying of cancer. And I stood in the, in the family kitchen, you know, and my kids like Zachy was spilling food, like off his tray, you know, in the high chair yep. tray. And then Max is spilling like all over and I'm like picking up corn and putting it back on the plate and picking up Cheerios, putting them back on the plate. And then I realized as I was picking them up, I was eating them. I wasn't eating off the floor, but mm-hmm. I was like, I am one step above the family dog. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's so funny. I even, with my girlfriend, we invented a, like a, like a goo, a spray or something like at first we, we used hairspray because we didn't want, we want like, what can we do? So you don't want to poison yourself. So you'll spray that shit. So you, oh, sorry. So you won't eat it. Right. <laughs> Yes, so let me see. We were creating this this spray that that people could spray on their food. Young moms, young moms could spray on their food, so they didn't eat their kids' food after you know you were done eating, because it's not good for you, and it does make you gain weight. But you're well, right. One step above the family talk. <laughs> well, but I truly was. I'm like eating off the table and licking spoons and um, at that at that stage. You, you know, know so many. I just, like, I want to share something because every once in a while, Frankie, and I'm sure you get this too, I get women who comment to me in social media um, that they're like, you look so good. Like, how do you do this as a single mom? And how do you, how do you, like, you don't age and we've been listening to you for eight years and blah, blah, blah. And I want to share with you that during the time when my, my one son was a toddler, he was in preschool for like two hours a week. And my other son was going to elementary school for half days. And I walked into the elementary school. And as I was walking up and I went through a really public, ugly uh, affair um, with my ex-husband and his girlfriend, who was also a mom. And it was just, it was bad, Frankie. I was the talk of the town. I don't do that well. And, you know, typical of me, I hid (laughs) like like a year, but I walked up to the elementary school to pick up my son. And I looked in the mirror and I thought, you know, not the mirror, the reflection in the school doors, you know, in the sunlight. I'm like, Oh my gosh, look at that person. Well, that person's like a homeless person. Like, oh <laughs> And then the moms are like looking at me like, oh my God. And do you know, Frankie, I went to the elementary school in these sweatpants that were hanging off, like a t-shirt and a sweatshirt. They were clean, but they were so old and threadbare. Everything was hanging and sagging. And I had been editing a document, um, you know, at at that time I did a lot of editing work for the publishing industry and I had gotten pink highlighter all over my cheek because as I was falling asleep, you know, like, you know how you're sitting there and I'm like, and it's like, I marked on my forehead, I marked on my cheek and they looked at me. And as I got closer to the reflection, I realized that that, that was me. That wasn't some random homeless mother. <laughs> yeah. That, oh my gosh. Talk about and, enlightening. 
my hair is like a long blonde ponytail wrapped up on my head and I had stuck a pencil in it. Like, yeah, I just I remember I, wearing my hair like that. <laughs> like that was a turning point for me. I was like, Oh my gosh, my clothes are rags. I'm overweight. I'm I've drawn on myself and not even known it to go out in public. So when people look at the professional pictures that are done, both for you and me, Frank, I always like to keep it real. Um, And I'd like to also thank our producer today for mentioning that HelloFresh has an app in the Apple Store and Droid has it also. So for those of you that live on your phone like I do and I have everything in there because I run, 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 you know, just know that HelloFresh has this app. Um, But it's a process and it took me time to go from homeless Sharpie mom, like her highlighter mom <laughs> to where I am today. It took probably eight years. And we're going to talk about that Frankie on, on mm-hmm. the break, because I think, you know, what it's like to go through that process. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I had, I gave birth to twins, um, about 13 pound a baby and I lost three pounds uh, right after I got on the scale. I go, no, that, no, that's not possible. How can you lose three pounds after giving birth to 13 pounds? Like mathematically, it doesn't add up. Anyway, I I had to lose a hundred pounds, and that was very difficult. I did Jane Fonda video twice a day back in the day, and and ate like nothing. But you know what? I mean that that's almost like you go crazy because you just want to. You just want to get yourself back. You want to be who you used to be. And and my next door neighbor once said to my husband, "Oh my God, like your wife's so fat. Like how do you even you know, be with her?" And he's like, "Well, good thing she's my wife and not yours." And that was the only time I was ever proud of that man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah, that was brilliant, brilliant. But, mine who said, "Wow, she's really let herself go." He uh, said that to common friends of ours, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's why he's my ex-husband." Yeah. Well, you know, and, and that's really cruel and, and, and hurtful and all of those things. Right. But, um, you can't help it. Your body changes. You, you're full of hormones and all kinds of things that, that have nothing to do with anything that you put in your mouth. Sometimes it just is what happens. And, and so it's hard. You have to get yourself back and it's a conscious effort for many well, the derailing. Like, you know, we all know how to derail. We're going to talk after the break, how to come back. And some of the things is making some changes. I mean, the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over and expect different results. So exactly. Frank and I, yeah, I mean, we don't want to be insane. We can be crazy nope. girls, but we don't want to be insane. <laughs> so when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about some of the things we did to help get us back on track and how long it really took because the news, Oh yeah. A lot 40 pounds in 30 days and Mm -hmm. I'm back in my bikini body thank you you know star media and the starlets that are out there having their babies early so they don't get all stretched out um or somebody had it for them I know so we'll be back after the break don't forget that code healthy mom go into hellofresh.com and you can get $35 off your first week of deliveries we'll be back after the break We've got lots more ahead. Stay with us on Military Mom Talk Radio. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at free gift from joyce.com 
This is Uncommon Sense for Leaders, a forum for exploring leadership from the intellect, the heart, and the spirit. Whether you're a leader now or aspire to be a leader in the future, you owe it to yourself to learn about the big ideas that have shaped the careers of compelling communicators, masters of influence, and highly effective leaders. Uncommon Sense for Leaders. Tune in to hear thought-provoking ideas on every aspect of leadership. You can expect dynamic discussions with special guests, quick tips you can apply immediately for better results, and the tools you need to take you from where you are to where you want to be as a leader. Are you ready to crack the code for achieving unprecedented results? Then join the host for Uncommon Sense for Leaders, Catherine Carlisi, every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the All Business Radio Network. We're back with more great conversation on Military Mom Talk Radio. Hey, mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Frankie Picasso, and we're talking about getting back on track when we derail. And Frankie, I think I'm the expert because my even my nickname on my little town softball team is Trainwreck Beck because <laughs> I, I just derailed. Like I derailed my career in Beverly Hills; it all ended. You know, the market shifted. I blew out of that one. You know, crashed and burned. Then, you know, a couple years later, get divorced, crashed and burned, and then you know, went through a foreclosure, crashed and burned again. And my mom died, another crash and burn. And each one of those life experiences threw me off track. And I mean, really off track, Frankie. It wasn't Mm -hmm. like, you know, it was just like, oh, oh, I put on six pounds and I just, oh, you know, it was like complete implosion. Like I stopped working out. I stopped Mm -hmm. talking to people. One time I didn't talk to people for like three months. I talked to people on the air, on the radio. I'd get on and do that. And then from then on, I would only text, like text and email. Like I couldn't even, I don't know what happened to me, but I couldn't talk to another human being. And thankfully my kids were at the little babble stage. Um, so I didn't really talk to them much, but, um, such weird things happened to me with these life events. And then I had to like ratchet it back on track. And that's what I want to talk about today is not so much what derails us. Cause we always know lots what of things derail us, us. <laughs> lots of us, but like, what are some things to get us back on track? And one of my derails was to join Weight Watchers, um, you know, right at Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. 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 Just right, right at the holiday when you're about to eat yeah. goodies. And the ladies, are you sure you want to join? Are you sure you want to join? And I'm like, yes. Are you sure you want to join right now? Uh, and I'm like, yeah, because otherwise I'll be the Hindenburg or I'll be the Macy's Day balloon float. And like, we need to, like, I need to make changes now. And so yes. one of the things that I found was, like, number one, like an alcoholic, I can't do it alone. I, I need support. I need a therapist. I need I had a divorce coach. I needed Weight Watchers to help me because your girlfriends can't do this, all this stuff. And neither can your husband or your kids. Like, that's the thing. It's all outgoing, you know, and what is incoming. And like, Frankie, you and I are great friends and I love, Mm -hmm. I can talk to you about anything. You're like so much fun because you don't judge. You've been there. You laugh with me. You cry with me. But I can't turn around to you and expect you to be responsible for me getting my life on track. And 
I think there's times when we need to enlist the aid of a professional. And that's one of the things where I look and I go, okay, if I go to this weight loss, weight loss program, even if it's Weight Watchers or Pounds mm-hmm. Lost or, you know, there's lots of them out there. And then there's some free stuff too. But I had to get something outside of me and outside of my friends and family to help me get on track. And it was worth it because it was really just like no Starbucks or no hamburger one week to pay for it. And when I paid for it, I felt more accountability. Like those were that those were two tricks. Like one, do I pay for it? And two, mm-hmm. what's going to hold me accountable? And it can't be my friends and family. Right. And you know what was I found this time for me really interesting was – Oprah, because Oprah has had so many public, I'm going to call them meltdowns as in trying to lose weight and, and, you know, successfully and unsuccessfully because every time she did it, you know, she, she was very successful at it. She had trainers and chefs and everybody would go, yeah, if we had a trainer and chef, that would work for us too. But you know what? She always gained it back because mentally she wasn't ready yet. Something was there, you know, inside her that she had a commitment to not being thin. But this time, like as I watched her journey on Weight Watchers, this time, you know, we saw her really take accountability and lose the weight finally in a really slow, sensible manner, which she'd never done before. And I think maybe Jennifer Hudson spurred her or, you know, because she did a phenomenal job, but she's 30, you know. But now, you know, Oprah, Oprah's like, you know, later, like my age. And, and so it's more inspirational, kind of inspirational to me to watch somebody my age who's done it, a yo-yo dieter so many times, be so successful. Like it was very motivating. And I go, yeah, you know what? I'm going to do too. And one of my tricks is um, you don't wear sweatpants. You have to wear jeans, button, close up button, because that's where the accountability comes in because it's uncomfortable. You're uncomfortable. Like your pants can always expand, but your jeans don't. So that that's where the account, you know, for me, like when I start to lose, it's like, yeah, I got to wear these pants because otherwise it's too easy just to let everything slide. And, you know, you can just let those pants just, you know, keep filling out throughout the meal. Uh, no, you have to wear pants. You have to wear jeans no matter what size you are. Oh, all right. I agree with you. I agree with you. But I'm going to get some flannel lined ones because my house is really cold and I feel yeah. Like yeah, I like sweatpants, not for the comfort of them. I mean, they're comfortable, but I like the warmth of them. But, but yeah, I mean, there's little things like that. Like one of the other things that I learned from two of my friends who are moms that have kept themselves in shape. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how do you guys do it? And they're like, they drink a glass of water before every meal. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, All yeah. right. Well, like, cause you know, these little things and you know, when I start one of these like life changing things and I, I changed my look, I changed my, you know, I changed so many things about myself, mm-hmm. Frankie, that I didn't like in my latest, I'm like a software program. I have like yeah. 3.0 in my twenties, 3.0 in my thirties, 4.0 in my forties. And, you know, I'm gearing up to figure out, okay, what's 5.0 going to look like, you know, coming up. But I realized that I needed to make like one little change a week. And then if I could do that for the week, I could make another little change. And that's right. I did this on my phone with the reminder. So like I got a reminder and I didn't remind myself when I woke up in the morning because quite frankly, by the time I got the school kids fed and to school and the books back to the library and then into my office, I'd already forgotten whatever promise I was going to make. So I hit that reminder. Good idea. uh, Yeah. Like at 11 o'clock in the morning. So I was just going, okay. So, cause I'm kind of in my groove. 
And I was like, all right, so I'm going to, I can do this. So I, I got off and it took me two months to really get off the diet sodas. That was really mm. for me. And I would relapse. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's, it's hard. Like, I, I, you know, I, don't, I stopped drinking diet because I got really afraid of aspartame and I, and I, I don't do very well with um, stevia. But, I, you know, I drink Perrier with lime and that's, I like, I like a carbonated drink. I don't just like water, but, you know, that's what I have to do. You have to do it. It's hard, but it, you know, I, for yeah. years and years, I, I, t I don't have sugar in my coffee. I learned to do that and tea is black, but yeah, it was hard to not to have the pop. Yeah, it takes time. Like, and mm -hmm. this is where, like, you know, I keep going back to HelloFresh and, you know, these food delivery services. Like, mm -hmm. something had to give because I, I was doing the same things and, and expecting different results, truly. And so when I when I made some of these changes, like, you know, like getting off – because at one point, I will tell you, I would get up in the morning and I'd have the leftover Diet Coke from the night before. And that would kind oh. of be up, up enough, yeah, because it was flat by that point. Yep. So I'm like, okay, so I'd have my Diet Coke in the morning or Diet Pepsi, whatever it was, Diet Mountain Dew. And then I would skip breakfast and then by like 1.30 be ravenous and I would be picking up one of the kids to take them to another school and I'd stop like at Jack in the Box or some burger mm -hmm. joint and I'd get hamburger and fries and the, the giantest Diet Coke they have. And I'd sip on that Diet Coke all day to keep me awake. Then at 4 o'clock I would take one of those um, weight loss pills, you know, that you can buy. I won't give the name. Oh, yeah. Uh, you buy them just at Walmart and because they've got caffeine in them. I'd take one of those, oh get my myself. Gosh. Yeah, and then we would go to soccer and we'd go to baseball and we'd go to handbells. And I'd, I'd drop everybody and then I'd come home and throw dinner on the table, which was usually like whatever was left over from me cooking all day on Sunday. Yeah. And then I would be like a headache and sick and then I would eat and then I would – I would have the like more Diet Coke, and then I mean that was my staple for months. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not saying this for people to feel sorry for me or go what a freak or what a loser, but no. we go to these things because we're trying to do too much. Yeah. And I couldn't, in in good faith, you know, I was going through the divorce at this time. I couldn't say to the kids, "No, I can't take you to." Uh, and be at your softball practice or be at your baseball practice because you were at dad's last night and I know you missed me. Like there's all this guilt involved too. Absolutely. And, you know, at the stage that your kids are at and, and before, just a little before, you know, you are. Like I used to say, I'm a limousine and I'm a bank machine. Like that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what you turn into, you know, a driver and, and here, give me some money. Uh, it's a difficult stage. It is. And, you know, even if you're, you're not a single mom, usually you got a couple of kids and one has to go to dance and one has to go to baseball at the same time, or one has to do this and one has to do that. And you're running, you're always running and it never is, you know, time for you, never is time for you. And I remember living on diet Coke. I lived on diet Coke for a long, long time. Um, and I thought, no, oh, you know, I'm not eating, but you know what? I wasn't thin either. And it's just not good. And those diet pills, I remember doing those in my twenties and just getting these heart palpitations scared yes. the crap out of me. And I'm like, oh, I'm not taking those things anymore. It, it's just dangerous. And there's better ways. And, and the better way is like you said, you know, one change a week, if you need to take it slower, take it slower. Being overwhelmed is really, you know, because you try to do too much at once. So don't try to change your whole life at once. Take one aspect of it, make that change, 
and then take another aspect and make that change. And, you know, you, you just can't do it all at once. So if you want to start eating well, don't start eating and exercising at the same time. You're not going to do it. It's not going to happen. Get your food, you know, figure that out. Okay, now I'll start to walk or now I'll start to, you know, add exercise in. Because otherwise, um, you're just like, this is too much. I can't do it. Right. It's just one more thing to be overwhelmed about. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and you can do it. And we know that we can do it. Um, yes, we, I, I'm not going to say we failed at it because, you know, we were successful at it. And like Oprah, we just went reverted to our old ways. Um, you don't have to revert to old ways, especially, you know, it, once you figure out how to eat well. Um, and that's why HelloFresh is so good because it's portion controlled. You don't have to like cheat. You know, you don't have to cheat. Uh, this is what it is for a family for you. go, Oh my God, we forget how to eat for, you know, what a serving looks like. Yes, that's it. Portion size. And, you know, when I ratcheted back my portion size, I did it over time because it was too shocking to go, Oh my God, this is what I get for dinner. I get a, I get a baseball size meal. Uh Oh, (laughs) but but eventually you will adjust. And and that's, like Frankie and I are talking about, it takes time. Now I'm going to go to commercial break. Um, We're visiting today with Frankie Picasso. We're talking about getting back on track. Uh, If you guys want to try HelloFresh, put in that uh, promo code HEALTHYMOM and you'll get $35 off your first week of deliveries at HelloFresh.com. They also have an app for iPhone and Android. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk more about tips and tricks and techniques and we're going to give you the best that we have to give in getting ourselves back on track. We'll be back after the break. LinkedIn, it's a great tool and a great way to do business in today's social media-driven world. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady with the LinkedIn Lady Show, Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern on allbusinessradionetwork.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is designed to inform, inspire, and educate businesses. Every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose. And the LinkedIn Lady will interview a variety of guests, such as business owners who can showcase their business and talk about how they use social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google+, Pinterest, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. As trends change and new applications become available, the LinkedIn Lady Show will bring that information to you in an easy-to-use, fun, and engaging way. Every Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern, it's the LinkedIn Lady Show with Carol McManus on AllBusinessRadioNetwork.com. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. 
We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. You are beautiful, no matter what they say. Words can bring you down. Oh, no. I always like that music, Frankie. This, they're like, words can't bring you down. I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> or you have a rotten 13-year-old teenager like I have in the house right now, boy, can words bring you down. And you know what? I'm just going to say this. It flies in the face of everything else. But words can bring you down and chocolate can pick you up. And if that wasn't a statement of truth for everyone, we all be Gosh. Okay. Here's a funny story. I, I, I used to belong to Toastmasters and I wrote a speech and and it was called Is Chocolate Sex? Now, <laughs> I, I said that it shared a common language because when, when you have a really good piece of chocolate, you go, mmm, right? And when you have sex, you go, mmm. Oh. And, and, you know, like it never says anything bad to you. Um, it doesn't care what you look like. <laughs> you know, all of this stuff. <laughs> and it was so funny. I can't remember all the particulars of it. But, you know, yeah, it, it'll bring, it's a psychotropic, you know, food. Chocolate is psychotropic and, and it will bring you up. It will make you feel better. I don't know what psychotropic means. Well, it means that it, that it physically, chemically affects your body. So oh. like a drug. Yeah, it, it does. It's, it's like a, a drug entering your body. So psychotropic is a, that it, it has that, you know, compound where it does, you know, it, 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 it's like having your um, endorphins come out. Oh, Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's actually like a reason why chocolate is tasting so good. It makes you feel good too. It makes you feel good. Absolutely. Well, yep. and I'm just going to be another one here that says, you know, when you're a single mom and I'll tell you when I had my kids, when my kids were little and I was, was newly single, I had a really, really handsome boyfriend and he was a mover and a shaker and he had tickets to this and tickets to that. And he would send a limousine to pick me up at my house. And I canceled all the time because I'm like, well, he's got an earache and I can't leave him with a, mm-hmm. a you know, with an earache and he's crying for me and he's miserable. And, you know, the relationship ended because a lot, because I was just not available. Right. And so when I look back at that time and go, okay, two sick kids living home, talking to my mom, dying of cancer, where's the love? Where's the hug? Like mm-hmm. that piece of chocolate was the difference between sometimes me falling apart and me getting through the rest of the day. And um, I know in a perfect world, I would have had, you know, like if I had known healthy, if I had known healthy, fresh existed when my kids were toddlers and I was trying to work full time, I don't think I would have been in as big a disaster as I was, you know, when I came out of that, that phase of their lives. Right. Because I'm rule, there was just no hope and there was no family around and I would eat a chocolate bar or a sundae or something like that, whatever I could find in the fridge that was comfort foods. Sometimes it was those top ramen, you know, like salt packages for like 33 cents. You get noodles and, and I'm not dogging any of this stuff, but. And sometimes it's, it's noodles mixed with chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, you need salt and sweet, right? And this is where I ask you, like, as a coach, as a professional, as an educated woman, as a woman who raised twins and, you know, and has a good business, what else is there for the single mom, two kids at home, no family support, you can't get to the grocery store, you cannot get to the gym, you're just drowning, and 
like, I'm sorry, but if you had taken my chocolate away at that point, I think I would have your hand off. I think that it's really important when you are at that stage or in that state to allow yourself anything that you want. I really do. Like, I, I don't think you need to worry about uh, your weight at that point. You don't need to worry about anything other than you are the support system for the family. So you need to be good. And you cannot give to anybody when you your cup is empty. So if that if the difference between life and death is a piece of chocolate... Honey, I'll buy you 10 chocolate bars. Like, really? Like, really? I mean, I really do believe that. And, and I'm not saying, you know, be, become a, a bulimic or something, you know? No, not, that's not healthy. But, you know, we, have, we do all have days where that can make a difference. And, you know, you don't have the hug. You don't have the boyfriend. You don't have anything else except those kids and no adult conversation. I've been there. Um, you know, it, you can go stir crazy. Absolutely. And I didn't have internet back then. We didn't have that. You know, we didn't have phones and all kinds of stuff. We had old fashioned phones. Uh, you could call somebody, but we didn't have any of those things. And women, you know, are very resourceful and they figure it out. And so you have to give yourself the permission uh, and without the guilt to to just do whatever it is that you need to do that's going to get you through the day. Now, I don't think that you have to turn to substance abuse. You don't need to turn to alcohol or drugs. Um, that's not healthy, and, and it really, in the long run, doesn't do anybody any good. But you know what? If you need a shot one day, one day. Or a chocolate day, bar. Or chocolate. Or a little what? wine after your kids are in bed. You know, like people say, they always say, well, yeah, you know, you can't drink alone. You can have a little drink alone. But, you know, there, there are women over in Britain who have a little little shot glass of, you know, uh, gin every night. Uh, keep, some, keep some healthy and keep some aged uh, 100 years old or whatever. I'm not saying you should do it every day. I really don't think you should, but um, unless you don't have an addictive personality. But you know what? Um, it's not going to harm you or, or hurt you. It's actually probably good for you because stress is not good for you. Having the cortisol come out in your body causes all kinds of problems you know it does create fat it does as you know people they already know that and and so we have to do everything that we can to de-stress and i i realized you know when my my ex used to come home that i would just have this rush um like adrenaline rush right come through me because i was like like almost like a fear and i'm like oh and i go god i never noticed that actual physical response in my body to the stimuli of that and that's when i said no he's got to go because that's not healthy for me i don't well, I, I shouldn't be having an adrenaline rush it's funny you say that i had that driving up the canyon to my driveway right before i filed for divorce because mm-hmm. frankie my heart was pounding i had the two kids in car seats in the back seat and i'm i'm rushing i'm rushing to get home to get the groceries and dinner made after work with two kids in my car trying to get home speeding so that this person wouldn't be mad. And I yeah. walked off the side of the road and I started to cry. And I'm like, this is insane. I'm going to kill myself and my kids in the car because somebody's going to be mad again. Yeah, exactly. Like, Been there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, you extrapolate that a few years and then it's your kids are going between you and that guy 
or their father because now your father, you know, they don't like to see him mad at you. They don't want to see him hit you or whatever is going to happen when he's right. mad, right? And so then, then they get involved and you just, you just live in a war zone all the time, not healthy. People who tell me that they stay together for the kids, I'm like, are you kidding me? You're not staying together for the kids. Like that, you're not doing them any favors. Well, have two think- parents who don't talk to each other and, and argue all the time. Right. If you're arguing, it's like combat zone because they do yep. say that post-traumatic stress in a in an angry, hostile household is very similar. The kid's stress response is very similar to what soldiers face in combat. And I don't know, like, you know, I hear that sometimes and it's like if the people are combative, yes. But if the people just don't love each other anymore, yes, you're teaching your kids a loveless household. But I look at like, it's so hard, Frankie. It's like, everybody's got to make the decision for themselves. And I think like, you know, one of these things is you'll wake up. If you really, really think about it, pray on it, meditate on it, walk on it, do all these things. You'll know what the right thing is to do one morning. Like when I was thinking about filing for divorce, it took me almost a year and a half. And Mm -hmm. I kept asking people and inquiring and talking to a therapist, talking to a lawyer, talking to a counselor, talking to a divorce specialist, blah, blah, blah. And, but I kept weighing it, weighing it, weighing in my head. And then the morning that I filed, I woke up and I was clear and it didn't matter what anybody else said. It didn't matter what anything else was. I had gotten to the point in my life where I was clear in what I needed to do. And I still stand by my decision today, but I made it when I was ready. And I think maybe some of these people aren't ready. Like, I don't know, because I I don't know. I pulled the plug because it got so bad. But if it wasn't really combative and it was just like, eh, rather than full, I don't know. Relationships have peaks and valleys and you don't all, you're not always in the love zone, right? Um, they do go through, you know, lulls where they're eh or meh, but, but they come back. And if it's not coming back, then you have to, you know, think about who you are. And I always say, you know, you come into the world alone, you leave alone. And in between is, is for you. This is, this is your life. You don't get to do this particular life again, ever. So, you know, make it the best life that you have. I, I mean, I did leave with three kids under five. And uh, not an easy choice, but I thought, do I want this for the rest of my life? Like, I am not happy. And people go, well, why should you be happy? <laughs> because it's my life. I want to be happy. And you can only change yourself. You can't change anybody else. So the responsibility the is to your own happiness. It's what are you teaching your kids? Because I have a friend who's been in a long-term marriage. She has a daughter. They're, they haven't been in love. They had a save the baby marriage. And this mm-hmm. poor little girl has grown up. She's 14 now. And she sees her parents living in separate bedrooms, kind of quietly having separate relationships. And, you know, separate, separate, separate. Yeah. And yet they're, oh, we're staying together for the child. Like, what are you teaching that kid? That kid will never have a normal relationship. (laughs) I mean, she might, God, I hope she does. But, you know, for her, she might say, relationships don't work. I don't want to get married. I don't want that. Right. Yeah. It's 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 sad. It's sad. It's tough and it's sad. And, you know, I try not to judge people where they are in the path and to say that, you know, what I did may not be right for you. But, you know, I look at like at least my kids, even though they they're from a broken home and they've had to go through an ugly divorce, at least they learned how to navigate the world. And they have an amazing mother that that exposes them to so much 
that your kids are, are, you know, involved, they're funny, they volunteer, they win awards, they're, they're, you know, they're in the community because they see that you do all of those things, Sandra. And that's what's so amazing. If they had a dad, who knows what would have been, but you are an incredible, impeccable parent and they are, you know, the better for it. That's why I have you on the radio show. <laughs> but thank you. And I want to honor all the single moms out there. You know, today's show is a little single mom heavy, but my heart goes out to you. Frankie's been one. I've been one. We know how hard it is. Um, I wish you the best of luck in all your changes that you're trying to make. And, you know, HelloFresh, get that $35 off. Healthy Mom is your code. Frankie Picasso, as always, you've been a joy and a delight. And I, I just, I love you so much. And I Thank can't wait so to much. have you back again soon. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I do wish everybody well. Thanks for tuning in to Military Mom Talk Radio. Want more information? Check us out at MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com or find us on iTunes for more than 200 free episodes. Drop us an email or find us on Facebook. We are looking forward to another great discussion. We hope you'll join us on Military Mom.